9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Welcome back to yet another episode of Go Plug Yourself, and we continue to be transformed into Go Quarantine Yourself. Uh, on this episode, uh, OG host Walter joins uh, Chris and I uh, to talk about, We I know we said we were going to talk about television last episode, but Ines and Lawrence couldn't make it, so it was this whole thing. Uh, so we did talk a little bit about television, and we talked a lot about wrestling, we talked about sports, um, and then at a certain point, Chris's computer straight up died. Uh, so then the rest of the podcast is just Walter and I. Because, you know, that's like old times. When the, the po- Remember the original days of the podcast where it was just Walter and I? Um, yeah, if you want to support the show, um, tell your friends about it in this time of isolation. Uh, podcasts can be like a fun way to feel like you're in a room with people having a conversation that you can't be a part of. Uh, so tell people about Go Plug Yourselves. Uh, if you also want to support us, uh, you can go to Cult Montreal and vote for us as the best podcast in Montreal. And I mean, if you want to give us money, you can give us money on patreon.com slash 9to5cc. Uh, you can give us maybe a dollar or three dollars or whatever you can a month uh, starting. I mean, as long as it's a dollar, a dollar is the smallest amount a month that you can give. Uh, we'd appreciate it. Um, enjoy the show. Why do we have them on? Go plug yourself. You plug and plug Go plug yourself. You plug and plug Go plug yourself. Go plug hey can i jump on the podcast thing and then just gets on and berates me <laughs> for like 10 minutes oh man i called this i called this yesterday we were walking the dog and i was like yeah i bet you walter's gonna ask to be on the podcast and sarah's like why and i was like well i was like we're vendito's rec- recording the podcast before uh, you guys do the sopranos thing and I was like, and Catherine has plans with Sarah. So I was like, there's just like too many things converging. The Walter's going to fucking Sherlock over here. Yeah, exactly. Walter's like, I'm just, I'm like what am I going to do? Sit around and do nothing while everybody I'm else is nothing. <laughs> it's not like I have no fewer than six different streaming services. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, shit. So we were talking. What do we, uh, we were really oh, and I don't about, have the fucking light on. Oh, no, buddy. No, no buddy. Gonna, do you want me to do you want me to like do it in the semi darkness until it gets dark and then I'll turn the light on? Sure. Yeah, because you're not that dark right now, anyways. Yeah, you're good. We see you. You're like a kind of the man in the shadow. Yeah, no, we were gonna talk about television, uh, but then Ines uh, has maybe laryngitis and Lawrence is working because he supports essential services, the telecommunications. And... Well, he always says that to us, but I don't fully believe him. <laughs> But then we also realize there's like a shit ton of wrestling to talk about. <laughs> so much wrestling. It's like actually in fucking mainstream news and like big mainstream news too. Yeah. Yo, also, um, like a moment of silence for all the careers that died today. Which I don't get though because they're in a sense of fucking silence, Keith. <clears throat> now we could go. Now we can go. Uh, so what, what's the – hang on. What's the full list? Oh, I can check on my phone since I'm not using that anymore. Oh, yeah, schmuck. I mean, I guess the, the headlining cuts are Angle, Rusev, Anderson, Gallows. 
Probably Rusev angle and the headlining yeah. cuts. He says the headlining cuts. It's fucking. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, what do you call it? A uh, fire. No way. Let me do a better one. What is it? It's uh, fire mania. No, uh, uh, layoff mania. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 pink slip mania. That's not bad. What's it? But is that only when you lose your car though? Like, isn't that a thing for getting fired? I got I got my pink slip today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like a. The paperwork you take to the bank or whatever, I don't know. Kind of like uh, I've media. been fired like seven times and the papers were never pink. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I was saying, those are the big like, names. Yeah, those are the names that you would recognize. Like, weird okay, Hulk like Maverick. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's never been pink. Why do they call it pink slips? Half the time they don't even give me a piece of paper. <laughs> uh, Drake Maverick. Eric Young. Oh, what? Drake Maverick. That's a loss. From Sanity. Remember Sanity, you guys? Eric Eric Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, EC3, which what? is no surprise. No way, Jose. Kurt Hawkins, Leo Rush. Heath Slater. He's got kids. Someone, though, should count how many bumps EC3 actually had to take during the amount of time he was employed for WWE. Oh yeah, if they divide by his salary, because apparently he yeah. got a pretty good, he, he got a, like, he got a good package, right? Like they they signed him. Yeah, like, yeah, and then he probably bumped like four times in NXT and then just worked main event. Oh yeah, he actually because he did work, he did kind of work properly in NXT, and that was it. And then it was done. Yeah, he did uh, a super long NXT run. Aiden English, Sarah Logan. Uh, Mike Chioda, Primo and Epico. Mike Chioda, damn it. Mike Chioda. Show some fucking respect. It's the fucking senior referee. That's the one I'm most broken up about. I think. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, me too. Mike Chioda. Rowan. Mike Chioda. The Canellas. And, and, his, and his giant spider got fired. I didn't even know the Canellas were still part of the program. Part of the what Canellas? Wait, what Canellas? Both Canalises, Mike and Maria. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think, Chris, you're thinking about somebody else, I think. I, I was not – I would not have been surprised if they, like – Oh, Fit Finley got let go. He was, a lot of the yeah. producers – yeah, a bunch of producers got let go. Yeah. Lance Storm. I like Deona, how they started out as – Deona Perazzo. Yeah, Deona Perazzo, yeah. Yeah, I'm just going down the list. No way, Jose, we already said. Rusev. That's crazy. Now, yeah. to the people who automatically assume... Wait, wait, did Lana get fired, though? No. Lana's there with, uh, with Buddy Boy there. That's insane. Yeah, she'll get cut soon, though, probably. I don't know. They were just... Like, she was just in a mania spot, like, with Bobby. Like, that's still so a thing. Is, so are Lu- so Gallows and Anderson. Yeah, but that was filmed, like, in February. <laughs> Look, I'm still... It's still I'm, I feel like I'm still dark as fuck here, and Catherine turned the light on. So you're okay. It's We see your face, man. Yeah, you know what? Said it's mostly hair. When the light goes, when the sun goes down, I'll actually be. Mo- Wait a minute, what time is it? Holy shit, it's seven thirty. The sun's still up. Hey boys, this is fucking springtime, huh? Yeah, spring yeah, yeah. Great. But we're just saying all of, like not all of these people, <laughs> all of these people. Like five of them are immediately going to be signed by AEW. Who uh, though? Well, yeah. And how does AEW have the money? 
Well, yeah, maybe not I mean, now. I know they the, have, I was going to say they have more money than the indies. True, but like, I don't know. Like, is it worth it for all these guys to like Rusev? Wouldn't Rusev be signed back once they back on the road? Gallows Maybe. and Anderson, same thing. Wouldn't it be worth them just like fucking waiting it out as opposed to do, going for less money in AEW? Everyone what? just assumes they're going to AEW. I don't see it. So I, mean, I got an I got an email. I just want to on as a sidebar here. I got an email because uh, I had tickets for fucking. Uh, double or nothing in, in Vegas, right? Uh, which yeah, yeah. Happening at like towards the end of May, and um, and they we just got the email now saying that it's been postponed by like a full fucking year. Hmm. Jeez. Well, that like that specific event, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I don't know, man. Oh, man, oh it's gonna be it. it's gonna be a long time before the WWE are back to normal. Uh, sports included. It's going to be a very long time before 60,000 people are allowed to go to a stadium again. How about we don't bring the fans back at all? <laughs> well, Vince, we saw how that worked out at Mania. They have hologram fans. Okay. <laughs> time, for your, time for bed, Vince. No. Uh, I saw a thing today about Italy when they're planning on bringing back, uh, bringing back things, and it's a plan on, for the next, like, 11 months basically up until March 2021 and the very last thing is bringing back stadiums and fans and stadiums yeah I don't see I don't see fans and stadiums before like an actual vaccine you know like Like, this is absolutely WWE should make plans that SummerSlam Survivor Series and the Rumble are not going to be in front of of a live audience yeah I would, that's what I, that I think. Well, you've have you heard about the weird like NBA slash NHL like playoff contingencies that they've been talking to? Do it all in two states, and it's going to be uh, some fucking thing or some shit. They're gonna. Chris, you explain this. You, you, you got this. Yeah. There's a bunch of conversations for the NBA. The harder one is the NHL logistically to get an arena. Is yeah. is going to be a little bit harder in a state. Uh, but the NBA, they're they're you know they're bouncing around a lot of ideas. But even that, even hockey and basketball have both said basically that you're looking at the summer before they could realistically try to bring anything back, even if yeah. it's in front of no fans. Yeah, well, that's that's what I was reading the, the Fauci thing where he was saying, like, he's like, listen, he's like, if this is what the players are willing to do, he's like, the way to do it would be you have you isolate the entire team, like all the teams. So you're talking about like 30 teams taking over like a series of hotels that are in isolation, so they're not allowed to see their family, and then you play all the games in one or two arenas that are also have no fans. But it wouldn't you know? be even it wouldn't even be all the games. Like the proposals for that the NHL and the NBA oh, yeah. are both thinking of would be shortened playoffs, yeah, uh, and play in tournaments for the bottom four seeds of each conference. Yeah. Um or bottom yeah, like the the seven and eighth and seven and eight, whatever's still a race. Yeah. They do well, a play in tournament yeah. four. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Like the the item, I saw that one NHL idea that was getting kicked around, where they were like every team that was like a that was not or that was that numerically over five hundred or whatever the hell it was. So it turned out to be something ridiculous. Like twenty teams would then, though, like sixteen teams who weren't the top would then play a knockout madness series of like in one week or whatever. I was like, what are you talking about? But they were like, yeah. I was like, just make it like Mad Max rules at this point. Like whatever. Like both the NBA. And the NHL, whoever wins 
the and there's baseball to consider too that hasn't even started yet. Yeah. Now baseball's in danger of losing a whole season because talk to baseball. Well, no, you guys will find this interesting. I think they tried to get everybody in baseball in Arizona and say we're going to lock it down. We'll play out of Arizona, and the NB the MLBPA, the Players Association said refuse basically to even consider it because too many guys were like, I'm not leaving my family. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, well, not, I'm was... not leaving my family for six months. I'm not doing it. Yeah. So it would have, have to be for six months. Well, for the yeah. season, right? Jesus Christ. Yeah. The season's six months uh, between uh, play uh, start of the uh, beginning of April till uh, end of October. Although how much do these guys really see their fucking family during the season for Christ's sake? Be still, Walter. As much as anybody see their family. This, this, this is where my this is where my my carny promoter comes. What up. even is family? Yeah, well, let's be real, damn it. Everybody really wants to see their family. I'm I sure mean, the guys who got a family are like, yeah, fuck it, let's go. Get a babysitter, pal. Yeah, but that, but that was it. Like, but about like the NHL and the NBA when they're trying to figure out these like playoff formats and how they're going to work. I'm like, just do whatever. I'm like, no matter what you do, the championship winning team is going to have like. 10 asterisks next to it forever. You know, I don't like, think so. If they managed to play a full playoffs, there wouldn't be any asterisks. There aren't asterisks years later to lockout seasons. I mean, yeah. there was one There was one year where they played less games than they've already been played now, and a Stanley Cup winner was a, was awarded, and nobody cares. Nobody yeah, says, oh, it was in a lockout year. Hey, Chris. It was the yeah. devil, and I remember it. But. Chris, Chris. Yeah, yeah, Wally. You're, this is this is gonna be be a bit of a downer, but uh, you remember when uh, we uh, we said we were talking about the uh, the, uh, the local sports radio station there, and we were saying that it would be uh, really not good for them if the Habs didn't make it in uh, the playoffs another season. Yeah. You think it thought that sports itself would die? Your answer, Chris. It's probably not helping Just- out. It's probably well, it's not helping about out. people we know who might lose their job and an entire radio station that might go under. It's, it's, not, it's not looking good. I was just thinking about that, though, man. Like, it sucks. I mean, I was thinking about the other day, like, and this is kind of crazy, but, like, prom season's not going to happen. Wedding season's in jeopardy. What about, oh, yeah. flor- what about florists? What about photographers? What about fucking florists? So, to me... Hang on, I actually have. Some, where's their stimulus package? I have a modicum of. Uh, Everyone's gonna get stimulated, bro. Yeah, I got a check today, baby. I have a modicum of silver lining, or at least, um, what's the word? Perspective on the florist industry. It's an industry I worked in for a couple of years. Uh, they actually probably dodged a bullet from the timing of it because they already they had Valentine's Day. Yeah, they didn't yeah. buy anything. Yeah, that's it. But and they already had Valentine's Day, which is one of their biggest days. But but prom lost. prom and weddings is huge. Prom in Nothing, itself. It doesn't touch doesn't touch Valentine's Day or prom doesn't touch Valentine's Day really? or Mother's Day. No, dude. Prom really? And, yeah. Like well, we they're losing Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're losing lose. Mother's Day, which will be huge. But the the biggest the highest profit margins they do is Valentine's Day because they're just pushing roses out the door. They don't need to make bouquets or anything. We would go from like three trucks a week to almost like 15, 20 trucks a week for the week or two around Valentine's Day. And you'd go maybe 10, 12 trucks a week on Mother's Day. But the profit margins are smaller on Mother's Day because it's all bouquets. Whereas like Valentine's Day, it's you're just throwing roses out the door, right? Like you're doing there's no like 
variety to the flowers that are moving around. And like then summertime for prom. Let me tell you, I've been to enough fucking funerals. They're losing okay. money on the margins on funerals, bro. I'll bet. They're, they're fucking losing money no, on straight, funerals. You send, you send them straight to the family. <laughs> Who's accepting flowers right now? I, I tried to we tried to bring flowers to my grandmother the other day, and the the, the home refused the flowers, as if oh, the man. flowers are gonna are gonna carry this virus. Can we move on for a sec, Keith? Have we previously talked about how you were in the the floral industry? I'm sure it must have come up. Two hundred episodes, but <laughs> I don't know, man. What did, when did you do this? The uh, John's dad uh, owns a rush cut flower import warehouse, or used to, and sold it. And I uh, worked there for a couple of years in college. Is this when you lived in uh, in the townies in Boston? Yeah. <laughs> and I lived at NDG. I lived in you lace motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Flower importation warehouse, like uh, one of the major importers of all restaurants. What was the what was the florist name in uh, in the town? I don't know. Oh. I know this one was Sierra Flowers. Sierra Flowers. Sierra yeah. Flowers who got? Yeah. You a girl named Sierra Flowers? Yeah. Does that like her 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 working name? <laughs> what? That can't be a real fucking name. I'm asking. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Why is it going to be a thing? It's going to be a work, huh? Everything's going to be a fucking thing, Keith. You know, Keith, it, you know, and if she is uh, a worker, as you're implying. Wrestler. Or, you know, the other kind. What What are you talking about? <laughs> well, they're one and the same, according to some U.S. Uh, US uh, commentators. Wait, are we saying that the other kind is also an essential service? Well, the other kind is upset that uh, uh, randos are uh, are getting fans only accounts. Apparently, uh, Vice has informed me recently. <laughs> yeah, I would like to thank Vice for keeping us. You know, did you not see this, Keith? Okay, let's talk about this for a second. Hold on, so hold on. In the, like in the middle of all the news, in the middle of all the shit going on, Vice is still churning out gold like a fucking a, a fucking expose about how. Real, honest to God, legit sex workers mm-hmm. are upset about people that are like, you know, just stuck inside. So they're starting a fans only account. Ha ha ha. It's fun. And it's like, they're not real sex workers. They're just like, and they're like minimizing what we do and like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <laughs> but, but are the, are the at home sex workers doing sex work? I don't know. It was like it was such a like vice thing where it's like, who fucking asked for this story? Like, who is like, Who's making these allegations or like you're like you're addressing this like this fucking problem like like the like the vice web content is so like all over the map all over the place like and which I get the magazine used to be but there used to be like what I would always think of in the magazine there'd be like a couple like really like long form like deep well written media pieces and then there'd be like trashy one pages stuff and like kind of as like seasoning to the magazine but like the website is just kind of the weird trashy sideshow shit like you don't get those like 10 page oh we went down to south america and found this weird drug or whatever like no and it's super like and it's all super like fucking pc and shit and i was telling chris this the other day they're, they're like they're, it's like it's kind of like and I, like i'm not i'm not the kind of i don't you're not a proud boy, you know. I'm not a proud boy. I don't often go off on a, oh the PC culture thing, but they're so PC to the point where they they kind of trip over each other. I find, or they they kind of like 
have so many rules that they kind of conflict sometimes or like you know like they have like they need to be so kind of like open to everything that that like that there is internal you know conflicts like in in their like within their editorial voice like i would say like so like on the one hand they're running this story about how these like regular people these non-sex workers <laughs> regular people is probably not the right word but how these non-sex workers like I'm gonna let you go on this one, buddy. So they're saying they're, they're saying the non-sex workers are being like shitty for doing this this like fans-only stuff and doing this kind of like porn on the side shit during COVID. Yeah, this is, but, I but, mean, but, this but, is the same. But, hold on, this is yeah. the same thing as comedians, working comedians, getting upset at people's TikTok accounts doing well. It's the same bit. fucking concept. Everyone. And everyone could be sexy, damn it. And if I want to pay six ninety nine to see a former librarian strip down, god damn it, we should still be able to do that in this economy. You know, and like it is advice like normally kind of like sex positive to the point of like that they should be accepting of or run like a fun piece about how, you know, People who normally wouldn't post nude on the internet now are doing so because <laughs> yeah, there's a fun piece of people people go opening up OnlyFans accounts out of desperation. What's so fun? What's so fun? Thing to do. It's sex positive, Chris. See, <laughs> they're coming at it from a negative attitude. They could have run a sex positive piece about this, and then and I feel like that also would have been consistent with their voice. I don't even know what their voice is anymore, dude. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like you, it was you who shared that. And, like, while I admit that it was, like, probably blown, like, out of proportion by Walter Rage volumes, but the <laughs> the millennials millennials watching 90s teen. <laughs> I hated that so much. I, know, I was like, I was like, yeah, this is kind of shitty, but you were just so angry. <laughs> They fucking they showed like American Pie and stuff to like and like movies like that to fucking to teenagers of today, and like and like, and like the teenagers. Yeah, I saw that post. You were so angry. Yeah, and it did. And apparently, it did, like, and apparently, it didn't. They, they didn't relate to it, and they didn't. They didn't get the humor. And they're like, but but the but the fucking real point of the article is how woke as fuck these kids are. And how like terribly offensive these fucking movies are. That's the real point of the article. But mm-hmm. but I'm like, yeah, but also it's just like there's just like a fucking generational difference there. And who the fuck cares? Yeah. Who the fuck cares? Who the yeah. fuck cares that a fucking 14-year-old in like 2020 doesn't fully get the nuances of American Pie? Like fuck <laughs> Walter American <laughs> Pie apologist. <laughs> No, but he's, it's not even being an apologist. It's just like, who has this much energy to spend on American fucking pie? What's like that? I can't wait to the ex- They're like, they're throwing effort into like, you know, we're going to tackle this issue. We're going to fucking get out there. We're going to get on top of this and give the people what they want. A thing about how we talked to seven fucking millennial teens about show them a dated movie. With Jason fucking Biggs. Well, no, this is this is a millennial teens. This is uh, Gen Z or what, whatever. Millennials or whatever. And then they're going to get on it for mislabeling the stupid motherfuckers. Jesus. <laughs> how, 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 how yeah, where, where, where the fuck did that come from? 
as my Jim Cornette. Because I was like, I think I'm going to go like fully Jim Cornette on this fucking thing. Oh, man. I used to like... <laughs> with these wahoos down after fucking vice are riding about now? <laughs> I was like, if, but, but the isolation kind of lends itself to Ventura, you know? Like, you could do a, a Jesse the Body Ventura in isolation. I like, saw this coming from miles away. I stocked up on face masks and toilet paper in 2017 <laughs> before anybody suspected a thing. <laughs> And PPE equipment. And PPE equipment. I didn't know what that was at the time, but I thought that it it should I should do it. Oh foxes of it. <laughs> oh man. Uh Hogan yeah. was an office stooge. <laughs> what are your uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, XFL bankruptcy uh deal, Jesse? I think if it weren't for Greedy McMahon starting up a cursed football league again, we wouldn't be in the mess we're in now. Uh, Jesse, uh, quick question here from Tallahassee. Uh, we're just wondering, uh, what did you enjoy more, the Boneyard match or the Funhouse match? <laughs> Deep breath, Jesse. Deep breath. Are you okay? Take your time. I watched, I watched neither. You don't get the get, don't get good reception out of the comments. I watched neither. I was rewatching a 2003 reissue DVD of the film Predator. <laughs> Why is it reissued? It was digitally remastered. I had worn through. That's crazy. (laughs) You take care of your DVD collection; it's timeless. Yeah, they don't. They don't fall apart. Like it all all apart. I ran a tread. I ran a groove into the. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna stop. I was about to ask Jesse about his uh, his go-to coronavirus meal. Quarantine meal, go-to quarantine. (laughs) A bag of pretzels and some soda water. I start the day with six chicken livers. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) And, 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 And then I wait four hours and I have lunch. Ah, you know what I have for lunch? Six chicken livers. Six Other. chicken livers. Other livers. It's a good bit. Oh man, but yeah, XFL, uh, XFL being bankrupt, and apparently it was because McMahon didn't front enough money and stuff too. Is the like the talk I heard? What? Huh? There, there, he wasn't fronting the startup money as much as he said he was going to be. Yeah, they lost. They they started losing money like week two. Yeah, and he when started fat, when when everything across the board dropped like thirty to forty percent, mm-hmm. whether it's ratings or attendance or. Here's the thing: um, it is impossible to compete with the NFL in college football. People need to stop doing it. 
It won't happen. There isn't a market for it. The NFL is now year-round. There will be more ratings for the seventh round of the Zoom NFL draft next week oh, than yeah. there will any any XFL game. And that's just the truth. It's not even a question like at least AEW could, could offer a unique perspective on pro wrestling and entice fans. This is not the same. You cannot make football – you can't duplicate pro football when the best of the best play in one league and then the rest, it's like I don't want to watch these scrubs that I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't want to watch bust, bust NFL draft picks – Played Vince McMahon's. No, I did not quote. I think you quoted TLC just now, something about scrubs. Yeah. No, but. And you got to think that it's like even beyond scrubs and whatever, because I'm like, the CFL (laughs) is barely a profitable league, but it's still an existing league. So you're like. And they're not scrubs. The players themselves are, are guys just working and trying to get another chance at the NFL. I get yeah, it. Sure. The difference between the CFL and the XFL is that for the most part, there's a fan base of CFL fans in Canada, yeah, exactly. especially in certain cities, Saskatchewan, yeah. Winnipeg, Hamilton, places where they don't have major sports, although Winnipeg has a, a hockey team. Yeah, uh, the, the, the XFL off. tried to put teams in LA, New York, Seattle. They already had pro football teams. Yeah. They already had pro football teams. It was never going to work. <laughs> Bunch of them, like LA and New York, have pro European football teams. They also have every other sports team on the planet. Like you're, you're going into. You could just like say soccer, into- Keith. Just say fucking soccer. This soccer. isn't the World Cup broadcast. I don't know. I don't, you need to talk about the pitch and all this fucking garbage. Uh, the Keith, beautiful sport. You're not gonna get a BBC contract. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, no, I think the XFL was – the only way the XFL could make a splash is literally if they it was a different game that just kind of, like, looked like football. But was just like, <laughs> The XFL could have made a splash. They could have signed Tom Brady to a two-year, $50 million a year contract, uh, and, and that would have done it. But, no, they don't live in that world. They don't have that kind of money, so there's no splash. Yeah. Well, that was Brady they... would have done it, by the way. Well, that was basically how they established uh, soccer in North America, right? Was throwing money at guys like David Beckham. Like, yeah, Beckham and like uh, it was yeah Beckham. Even before that, like back in the day when when we were kids, like when they when the the U.S. soccer league, whatever it was, back in the early nineties, they signed yeah. fucking uh, uh, they, who who they signed there in New York, Maradona. Yeah, right? Maradona, LA in the eighties or the seventies, at the end of their careers, you know. Steve. Yeah, 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 exactly. But but they can still kind of go. But like, uh, what's his name, uh, Thierry Henry, uh, signed into the New York team. Also, like, you know, like they they were still names. If you don't, he's the coach of the impact not, now. Yeah, but there weren't any names associated with the XFL at all that I read. Like, no, the biggest fucking name was Cardell Jones, and like, what the fuck are we talking about? But this, is, this is a Vince thing. This is a Vince problem. I'll is make that, him a star. Uh, he is exactly. He thinks like he could recreate what he's created in wrestling in f- pro football, and 
as much as we like to say football's like theatrical and a big show and all this, at the end of the day, the appeal for people like me and and most football fans, other than betting, is is the actual sport. Like you it's fun. Appeal. It's fun to watch yeah. and cheer. Yeah, if the sport's it's bad, it's fun to watch the game. If the players are bad, it makes it less fun. Even if you're fucking gambling um, on it. The fuck so, you been doing? So you got fucking time for all these stupid fucking podcasts. You ever watch the fucking? You don't even fucking, fucking vacuum once? yourself. You have no, a fucking. Not even once. Uh, so there's uh, two uh, things. A robot vacuum, and you can't watch The Sopranos. There. So we should have just been recording that entire gimmick, because apparently Chris's computer is dead, Walter. Oh no! He's gone. What's well, supposed uh, to do a thing with him after this? But I mean, his phone still works. You're doing an IG live thing, no? I guess uh, that should be fine. So you should be. You should. Look at his work computer. Oops. Yeah. Jeez. All right. So I guess he's not coming back. Uh. So we lost Chris in that last transition. Uh. But I wanted to ask about the Big Show show. What's it actually called? Is it called Big Show Show? Is it called the Big Show Show? Yes. Jesus. I thought I thought you guys were just like screwing around, just calling it the Big Show Show. No. <laughs> That's what it's fucking called. I watched the trailer of it and was like, no. "Don't you do this?" No, I didn't care enough to dig deeper. I watched the trailer of it and then was like, "No, I'm done." Dude, and you're so, so it's like it's a hacky like Disney afternoon style sitcom, but with weird like in jokes to wrestling. Yeah. 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 It's fucking weird, dude. Like. Um, makes sense. Like he's got like two daughters with his with his current wife, and then his like older teenage daughter comes to live with them that he had with a previous wife, I guess, or something. I don't know. I think there's like a vague implication that he's got a wife in every country. Yeah, you were. If I am a giant, then I will have as many women as I want. I have a woman in every country. So he's like the great Kali in this scenario. This is my giant voice. Do you think all giants sound the same? I think that's... Look upon my daughters. You think all giants sound the same? I think that's kind of offensive. They do all kind of sound. <laughs> oh man! Jesus! Uh, uh, and you've been watching a bunch of Sopranos too, which is—is is it the thing I should? So here's the thing: I never watched it. It's like one of those, like you know, when people are kind of like, "Oh, I'm 35 and I've never seen The Godfather," and you're like, "Well." You should, but also, like, maybe it's too late. Like, I feel Sopranos is kind of like that. Also, say, again, say, it again, say that again. Say all that again. When someone's like, I'm 35 and I've never seen The Godfather. And you're like, well, you should. But also, it's kind of almost too late. Because, like, you've seen so much of, like, the references that have been made about it that yeah. the thing is kind of spoiled. You know, I like... So. I, like I already know the ending to Sopranos. I know a lot of the memes. I know a lot of the characters. I know all I of the. Saw the I saw the Godfather one was pretty young. Really yeah. yeah but and then you can appreciate it, 
like because you haven't seen everything that like ripped it off you know like you haven't seen a hundred simpsons references to the godfather and stuff like it's yeah, so only add a little bit though yeah i mean because that's it's so like pervasive but i feel the sopranos is kind of in that same way where i'm like i know i even know like the ending is weird and the walk-off thing and whatever you know and i'm like i literally have the the spoiler bit on the ending of the Sopranos. Yeah, I know, I know how the ending. I know the ending too, but I've actually never, I've never actually watched the show till the end. Oh, okay. I've never seen the the, the, the last like few episodes of the last season. Mm. So, so I'm, I'm I'm working my way to that. It's like it's really good, man. Like there, there's something like it's it's very from its time. Like it takes place, it takes place in the late '90s. Yeah. It references that and like and it's it's basically kind of about like these like self-aware mobsters and like there's like a lot of like sort of like popular themes of the time and shit like um you know for 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 when it came out it was it, like if they, if you put out a show like that now it'd be like oh, whatever you know, like, yeah well it's one like i forget what there was there was another show that i was talking with someone about where I was like, like therapy and shit. So it's like, it's very kind of like, you know, but like, it's good. It's like the, the performances are great and shit. Like, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like a greatest hits of like fucking, you know, mob movie actors and shit. So. Yeah. No, but I was like, there was something else where I was talking about that with someone where like, uh, when, when a movie, like, even though it was contemporary at the time, like, it really captures the time so well that it almost functions after the fact as a period piece. Yeah. Hackers. Hackers. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, whereas like you can go like for very different reasons. I'm like, Sopranos is significantly. Hackers is our American, uh, is our American graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? I'm like, it's, it's, it leans so into being like, this is the nineties that like you can watch it 20 years later and it doesn't feel dated. It just feels like a movie set in the nineties. Like if you yeah. were to make, if you were to make a nineties hacker movie in 2020, it would still yeah. be like hackers. So Walter, we lost Chris again. We live in this modern era of technology. Who would have thought at the beginning when I pressed record? This is why we need the five G towers. Yeah, we don't all have 500 Mbps like uh, Wally over here. No wonder Wally's loving isolation. He's like, eh, just downloading things as fast as can be. Will you imagine that I'm downloading? I don't know. Video games when you're like 40 gig video games, 10 minutes or whatever. Probably. Probably. Yeah, it was like any of the major games you're playing. Uh, yeah, so we said we were going to talk about WrestleMania. This ball through. Well, right now, like I'm out, like I'm technically outside of my house. So, like I got like the double door between me and the fucking route. Like I got like a brick wall, and, so, and like and I'm still like off the Wi-Fi here, and it's like still rocking, rocking still the rocking. MVPs. Uh, yeah, Walter, what are your what's your your? We'll do like five minutes hot takes WrestleMania. Yeah, dude, I was like on shrooms the first night, so like uh, you watched the boneyard match on shrooms. That sounds yeah, cool. I was that was a lot, and then then I, then I accidentally watched it immediately again. I was there for a little bit. You you were like you're just clicking around on the computer. And yeah, I wanted to bring it up. I wanted to hear something because we were the, it was the Drew McIntyre twenty four documentary. Yeah. Like afterwards, and I wanted to hear something that that they had said or see something that was written on the screen, 
and then I so I go backwards on the network button, and then it brought me right back to the beginning of the Boneyard match, and I was like, "All right, fuck it, we're watching this again." Along <laughs> for the ride, brother. Uh, I literally, other than like, it's so weird. I guess if for some reason someone has listened to this podcast all the way to this point, uh, WrestleMania happened without any audience. So they had mostly normal matches to nobody, which was so weird because uh, I forget if someone, one of the commentators or whatever, not not the WWE commentators, but one of like the bloggers or whatever that I like watch or read about, they were like, it's so weird seeing people go through their entrance animations to no crowds. <laughs> like, you know, like, like they would gesture and stuff towards the... Oh, yeah. And I was like, but it was... And it was what, else do? what else do you fucking do? I would think you'd ham to the camera more, you know, like like, like do it like. Hey. Well, these, a lot of these people—they're not fucking actors. They're not fucking improv artists, man. Like they—they're they, fucking trained to do. Like they—they'll so buy the fucking books. Like yeah, of course. see, like, and but that's the other thing. It's like maybe they don't want them to be like deviating from the normal script the preset animations. <laughs> No, because maybe like, no, like, like a video game. Like it looked like you know when you're like planning, like when you're doing a create an entrance on a video. Yeah. Game? <laughs> like, yeah. It looked like that. Like it's so weird. But then I guess the only notable things to come out of WrestleMania is that they had two filmed matches. Like like by film we mean like yeah, and I was like you know I was listening mini to, movies. I was listening to Cornet and he shit all over it. Man, he was like shitting all over it. I, I don't buy that. Like, I mean, I, I believe that Cornette was shitting all over it, but I'm, I'm like, weird, weird backstage thing. That's been around forever. It's like well, let's, let's be real. Let's be real. What does is, what is WWE constantly excel at? Above, above all else, recap packages. Recap, man. Like, you can have, <laughs> you have like, the most disastrous half hour segment to close off an episode of Raw. But if it had a good spirit, it looks the great. Next week, but the very next week, they can fucking take that half, you know, half hour and chop it up, and put some music on it, and do and make it like, oh my god, that was some fucking shit that happened. Oh my god, and they make it look so much better. And like they always fucking do it because, like, at one point, I was watching very regularly mm-hmm. like, to a few years ago, like like every every fucking Monday, and you see that shit. So it's like, okay, with the with circumstances say say what you want as to whether you know the wrestling should be happening at all i don't know man but it's like it was pretty cool it was fucking the the, the undertaker i was i was nervous about it because they botched they botched it so hard the last time they did it right like when they did the when they did the stuff at the white compound with the new day or then they did the the house of horrors match with, yeah they, like they botched it, they botched it before but I think both House of Horrors, which was John Cena versus uh, John Cena versus the fiend Bray Wyatt in a match through John Cena's psyche, <laughs> basically, and they did the Boneyard match, which was like a straight up sci-fi original horror film starring The Undertaker versus AJ Styles. They were both different, and I thought they were both great. I thought they were both amazing. Edge versus Randy, less so. No, that didn't work out. It lasted. It was way too long. So long. I said to guy, it was like the fucking like chicken and Peter Peter Griffin, you know? Like, yeah, basically. <laughs> and uh, it's like they fucking go. They, they go get up on top of this fucking trailer, and, and there's no spot off of it. 
And yeah, there's no fucking spot off it. It's like, oh no, you did a spear to the guy. Because like, he does a spear, then he hits him with a chair, and then he's like, hey. What? It's done. What is this finish? Why would you. Oh, man. Like a crazy spot like that. What's the next one coming up? Yeah. Backlash? Is it Backlash? Money in the Bank. I'm going straight to Money in the Bank. And that's going to be isolated too, like 100%, right? Like, that's got to be. They're not. That's in. When is Backlash? When not backlash? When is money in the bank? When it, I wrote money in the bank, it's gonna know. Did you mean when is money in the bank? Yes, I did. May tenth. So yeah, dude, like less than a month away. One hundred percent isolated. Like that's gonna be another complete shit show. WWE is pushing ahead with regular programming during the global coronavirus pandemic for better or worse. Jeez. Well, I don't know what they're going to show for three hours on a Monday night. I don't know. Well, but haven't they been showing like packaging like full other pay-per-views and stuff off it? Like, didn't they show the entirety of the Rumble at one point? Like, did they? Walter? <laughs> Hey, oh, oh. Yeah, didn't they show? Didn't they show <laughs> yeah, like all? Yeah, they did. So I don't know. They're gonna show like like a couple matches per show, I guess. And they, but they're still fucking showing like main event, dude. Oh, new episodes of so main dumb. event. They're producing new episodes of main fucking event, which is basically what Raw has also turned into. Yeah, because main event is like a couple matches and recap of like Raw and SmackDown, right? Hey. Like, it's like it's what we used to. It's what like I would have watched like when I was a kid on Saturday. Yeah, yeah like Saturday morning. TV at noon, or whatever. Or it was like no, well, when I watched it, it was like metal, really uh, sh- shotgun metal. Saturday morning shotgun. Shotgun, which is odd because there was their that was like their late night show. Uh, I think it was that it was on Fox potentially. They had like they had like a late night Saturday show called Shotgun, and. And like they did it like in fucking out of New York and like in in like weird like weird little venues and shit. Huh. And it was all it was gritty and like there was like a one in a subway station and shit. There was like the Undertaker or something. Shit was on like on the escalator. Anyway, I would say the only thing that the only real match that sounds like I'm making this up. It sounds like this sounds like I I hallucinated. This is a fever dream that Walter had. <laughs> It was like this late night Saturday. It's, it's, you know, it was like a subway or something, and Undertaker was there. It's real gritty. Oh, shit. The only thing I would say, the only match, that, as I was saying, I don't remember any of the matches. I do. And it was the weird, the triple threat for the tag team match was dope. The The triple threat ladder match with uh, Morrison, Kofi, and the, one of the Usos. Was it good? Yeah, it was real good. Just go back and watch it. That way, it was legit yeah. good. Like, it was like shrubbing like, out. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Um, <laughs> all right, Walter, uh, I'm gonna let we you. Should, go. we, should get, we should get LeBrad on this. Yeah, we should. LeBrad, maybe his internet works better than Chris's. Yeah. Uh, I bet you it does. Probably has that that sweet, sweet TVI internet. Uh, I'm gonna let you go because you have a show and you can plug it too. You're doing this every every Wednesday at nine. Yeah, we know we do. What? I put out an, uh, an announcement on the day of kind of thing. You just got to like follow us on all platforms of social media. <laughs> to know when Chris and Walter are going to be talking about The Sopranos. Yeah. How, how, how far are you? 
where's the episode we're going to do tonight is like the first chunk of season three. I'm almost done season three. So I'm like ahead of where like we're watching. It's just really good. Just really, you're, still, you're still blasting through it, right? Like you started. About- <laughs> yeah, I watch it like I'm not constantly watching it, but when I do, like I'll watch like, you know, like a few at a time sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, it's great because like I've watched, like it's because I watched it when I was like in my early teens and into my like later teens, right? Mm-hmm. And now, like since I've watched it in its entirety, like that, start to finish, yeah. like, I've I've been an adult for like a while now. Yeah, so you're relating to Tony Soprano as a dad, not just as this old guy, and just other shit, and just like yeah, and like and like. And just like really like relating more to certain like adult situations and shit, like and like sort of identifying people, like relating to the characters in a new way because now I know people that like I know people that remind me of certain characters, you know, like. So you're like getting a new appreciation for it, even though. And, I, and I, yeah, and and I also just kind of anticipate things that are coming up like oh i love oh there's like oh this is like this character that i really like you know like you know joe pantoliano you know that actor yeah yeah like he's in the matrix and shit he's like cypher in the matrix yeah, he plays the uh he's, the 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 turncoat in in the matrix in the matrix yeah Where he's like i missed the stake man he shows up he shows up with this character called ralphie cifaretto in season three and like because these characters kind of just come and go in sopranos for obvious you know mob related reasons mm-hmm. and like so he shows up and he's just like he's just a great character and like his like you know he's because he's another mob guy but he's like he's kind of different and shit like and just like the way that he interacts with like his interactions with like james gandolfini and shit like james gandolfini is amazing the whole fucking cast is amazing uh it's like it's to the point where it's like some stuff feels very writery, like well, it's like oh, it's good writing, you know, but like it's a good dialogue. But some stuff, like some of the mob shit, like some of the stuff feels almost like so, like authentically, kind of like fucking like Jersey-ish, you know, like it, it almost it's almost like not acting sometimes, you know, like it's. <laughs> so I'm working on having Joey pa- Joe Pantoliano on our uh, on our thing. Yeah, on our show. I don't know if he'll join us. It would be cool if he did. He seems like a nice guy. Joey Pants, if you're listening, check us out. Also, Lang, Chris Walter, rewatch The Sopranos. Uh, Keith, thanks for doing this. As always, we'll do it. Thanks again for listening. Go plug yourself. As always, a big thank you to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude for providing all of the original music for the show. We mentioned at the beginning of the show that we'd love for you to tell your friends about the show, and honestly, that's all you really need to do. But if you're feeling particularly generous, you can support the show financially and 9to5.cc in general by going to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. You can get early access to every episode of Go Plug Yourself and other perks too. Finally, if you or someone you know has a project they'd like to plug on the show, reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook by searching 9to5cc, and we're 9to5cc on Twitter also. If everything works out, you could be the next person to sit down with Walter and I and talk about horror movies or wrestling. And I mean, also the thing that you're trying to plug. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.